Harry Potter. Oh, Harry Potter. 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 And the Half Drunk Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to Harry Potter and the Half Drunk Podcast. This is Chapter 9. We're so glad you joined us today. I'm Sam. And I'm Emily. Welcome back. And this week we are going to be talking about characters that may have not had a major role in the story, but they have a major role in our hearts. And they're characters that we want more of a backstory from or that we feel like we have some unanswered questions about them just want to give them some props yeah some of these characters were minor characters or background characters um some more so than others especially in the movies which we'll talk about um but i feel like i at least want to know more about them especially some of the professors at hogwarts so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um but we'll start off by talking about what we are drinking this week and i am drinking um something that it's a drink that i actually love and i drink often (laughs) it is um an irish coffee but not with the like heavy cream on top so it's just coffee and irish whiskey which i chose jameson and um some bailey's creamer which is also spiked (laughs) alcohol (laughs) all right i am drinking an arsenal cider so there is I don't know. Is it a brewery if they're cider? I'm not sure. But um, yeah, it yeah. is. Well, there's mm-hmm. um, a brewery in Pittsburgh called the Arsenal, and their cider is amazing. And so I got my growler mm. filled up with that yesterday at the fall festival I went to. And yeah, that's awesome. It's really you're good. all about your like local breweries and ciders. I am. I really like to support local establishments. Um, so, yeah, like, in the future, I know that we're going to have a bourbon episode coming up soon. Um, yeah. So I have my eye on a local um, distillery for that. But That's awesome. Yeah, I just find it important to support your... I, it's so easy for you, though, because, like, you're in Kentucky, right. so... I'm in Kentucky. I'm surrounded. <laughs> yeah. But also, on that note, Em, this is, like, this doesn't matter to anybody else, but um, our hometown, or Georgetown just opened their own brewery called My Old Kentucky Foam, which I've been to a couple times. It's quite good. That's just shocking to me because literally up until like our sophomore, junior year of high school, we were a dry county. <laughs> so. I know. I'm just so proud of Georgetown right now. Yeah. I really hope that it stays around. That's impressive. But, yeah. And it's a cute name too. It is. It really is. But anyways, um, do you remember when I brought coffee to school i think it was our senior year yeah and it was irish coffee and i didn't know it i just like looked in the fridge and i saw something that looked like coffee creamer and it was bailey's <laughs> and i put it in my coffee and i was walking around at school yeah. i was like yeah this coffee doesn't taste like normal coffee yeah and then you made me smell it and i was like there's definitely something in this <laughs> <laughs> And then I drove you home, remember? Because I was scared of letting you drive. <laughs> I don't think I was that affected. You but weren't, yeah, but was... <laughs> oh, we were like 18 years old. And, you know, that was before yeah. 
you know, either of us started drinking. So I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? And so began my love of Bailey's and my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never tried that. It's so good. It's great for the day after drinking because it's like you get your coffee and caffeine fix, but then you're, it also like kind of kills your headache because you're just getting some of the hair of the dog, you know what I mean? But anyways, I digress. Um, so Shag Mary Killing. Mm-hmm. This week, if we're talking about our minor characters, let's do um, Seamus Finnegan. Okay. Dean Thomas. Ooh. And um, Slytherin hottie Blaze Zabini. Oh, my. Okay. <laughs> Should I go first? Yeah, go for it. All right, I'm going to marry Dean um, yeah, for obviously. obvious reasons. <laughs> And I just always really liked his character. I just find him funny. Um, kill Seamus. And Shag Blaine. Is that his name? Blaze? No, Blaze. Blaze. Blaze, yeah. Blaze. Clearly, I did not pay not attention. Not like the flame. Clearly, I did not pay attention to him. But. Uh, I mean, we don't really hear about him until, like, I don't even remember hearing about him until, like, maybe fifth. Honestly, I don't remember him except for like when they in the last movie had to replace Goyle because he went to jail or like crab (laughs) one of them. So then they were like, we're just going to have him play their part. (laughs) That's like the only time. No, I I think like I remember they're on the Hogwarts Express. It's when Harry's like spying on Draco. Oh, yeah. And he's under the invisibility cloak and he's like hiding with the luggage. And Blaze is like the only person who's not impressed by Malfoy, which kind of makes him cooler than Malfoy yeah you know definitely I'll have to like go Uh, back and find him again because I know I read about him it's just like I think maybe one of those times I was just like breezing over a part you know yeah or I just like was more concerned with what was actually happening in like Harry's plot line yeah but I think he's also a member of the slug slug club or maybe I'm confusing him with Zacharias Smith but I think he is the slug club I feel like (laughs) The slug club. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, for me, I would marry Dean because he's just perfect. Do you um, watch, sorry, do you watch his new show or his, well, I guess it's not new anymore, but How to Get Away with Murder? Um, I saw a couple seasons of he's it. He's really good in it. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Sorry, side note. <laughs> you're, you're fine. Um, so I would marry Dean. Also, he is so cute because he's like a total muggle-born wizard he's like i don't understand quidditch i remember when he was like watching a quidditch match and he's like get him out of there ref, red card red card oh, and that one because he like because he loves soccer so that much. one gif of <laughs> him in the first movie at the quidditch match when he's so excited <laughs> do you remember that he's yeah like the well my favorite type my favorite gif of him ever is what his face whenever Draco and Voldemort are hugging. Oh, yeah. After the battle is over. He's, he's just, like, so disgusted by what's happening. Um, so, marry him. I would shag Seamus, probably. Also, Irish man. Um, and then kill Blaze, because I just feel like he's a douche. Yeah. 
I don't know. It's just so funny. Also, I have a fan theory that we'll read later about Dean's parents. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Sounds good. Well, um, do you want to start with the two? I think these two are probably the top on everybody's list of minor characters who we want more, and that's Seamus and Dean. Yeah, so I feel like in the books... We get more of them mm-hmm. um, just because, like, they were roommates with Harry. So we kind of see, like, a side of them. And then also Dean dated Ginny. Right. Um, when Harry was realizing that he was jealous of that. Um, so I feel like definitely, well, in the books you get more of every minor character, really. Because, like, you need to fill up content, right? Yeah. So we just get more. But... I mean, we still got some in the movies. Like, we still got to see Seamus blowing everything up. Oh, yeah. He's just a pyromaniac. <laughs> yeah. He's that kid in class. Um, we still got to see Dean, like, and his funny reactions to things. But, I mean, he was really good friends with Ron and Harry. And we did get to see Seamus be an asshole, I guess. Like, yeah. in the fifth one. When, when he he's didn't like, believe Harry. Yeah, when he's, like, basically accusing Harry of killing Cedric, which is ridiculous. And then Harry calls his mom stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's just saying, like, Harry's lying about Voldemort coming back. And, like, that's pretty much everybody was Seamus. I think Seamus was just, like, the embodiment of how most of the Hogwarts students felt towards Harry at that point. It was just like, you're a liar. You're a fake. Mm -hmm. Um, You're crazy. Yeah, and Seamus was doing what I think a lot of kids do, um, especially teenagers. He's just repeating what he's heard at home. Yeah. So you just say what your parents say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And believe yeah, so what your parents like, believe. So he hadn't formed his own beliefs yet, but they were both in Dumbledore's army. Um, you know, I think they're really strong characters in the books, like I said. We miss a little bit in the, in the movies. Yeah. But I think their friendship is also something like, they're obviously best friends, like Dean and Seamus are obviously yes. best friends, which is kind of... So, in the dormitory, in the boys' Gryffindor dormitory in Harry's year, we've got Harry, Ron, and Neville, which I would say that Harry and Ron, obviously major characters, Neville pretty much up there. Yeah, he's and not then, a minor character. And then it's Seamus and Dean. So, I'm like, Seamus and Dean, I... I'm assuming are like best friends. Neville just <laughs> kind of fits in wherever he can. And then there's <laughs> Harry and Ron, but they all have to have some sort of like bond, you know, like they're all sweet mates, yeah. if you will. But well, and there are the five Gryffindors that, you know, they've been together since they were 11. Mm-hmm. Like they've, you know, they weren't there like Ron was, I guess. And like going through all that with Harry, but he had to go back and sleep somewhere. Yeah. You know? I just wish there was a little bit more development of, like, interactions between, like, that we saw between, like, Harry and Seamus, Harry and Dean, that was more, like, just developing their friendship and not just, like, development of, like, the plot, like, pushing the plot Mm -hmm. forward. Like, we needed that interaction between Seamus and Harry when Seamus was, like, pretty much calling him a liar because that just fueled, like, Harry's like, anger and determination to, like, prove everybody wrong. But I'm glad that they find that Seamus finally came around and became a part of Dumbledore's army and Mm -hmm. admitted that he was being stupid. At least we got some sort of, like, development out of him 
there. But they're still two of the characters that I've always loved. And um, yeah, just wanted to know more about, like, obviously, Seamus is half blood because. Yeah. Me mom's me a muggle. Me dad's <laughs> no, a no, witch. No, no, no other way. Oh me dad's God. a muggle. Me mom's a witch. Bit of a nasty oh. shock for him when he found out. <laughs> but oh. yeah, he's cute. Well, then, you know, um, I feel like now I should just insert the fan theory. So there's a fan theory because um, everyone thinks that Dean is like completely muggle born, um, like Hermione. And um, there's a theory, and I'm pretty sure J.K. Rowling confirmed it, that he only really grew up with his mom, and his dad left, and his dad was a wizard, Hmm. and he left during the war, like when, like, I guess right after Dean was born, to protect his family. So. Oh, so that, like, no one came after them because his dad was a wizard. Yeah. And so, you know. He's not a mud, like a mud blood, I guess, which I hate saying that, but um, he would be a half blood, and um, yeah, so he has a magical background. They just know about. Don't you think his mom would have known that his dad was a wizard? I don't know. Maybe not. Like Seamus said, like <laughs> like shocked his dad. You yeah. know, so maybe he doesn't know because, um, you know, I feel like some wizards probably just live in harmony with muggles and i mean you know prefer to keep it simple (laughs) yeah and probably didn't during that time probably didn't want to call attention to himself yeah so Hmm. well that's interesting um okay well moving on there since we've talked about the um gryffindor boys let's talk about um well in the book these two the Patel sisters are Gryffindor yes. and Ravenclaw, but mm-hmm. in the movies we see them both in Gryffindor, which kind of bugged me. Because I, just it, don't I understand like, why. Like they can still be in classes together. Yeah, and I feel like they were just trying to say, like, um, yeah, you can't be good friends with someone who's not in the same house as you. Yeah, mm-hmm. except for when Luna came around. But, I mean, they're sisters. Well, and I feel like they're chips and. A lot of like boy girl friendships, but but not a lot of girl friendships. Not a lot of girl friendships, yeah. and then like you see them together, and like clearly like two of them are sisters, but you know they could have chosen to hate each other, you know. Um, but then them and Lavender were really like tight, um, mm-hmm. and you saw that a lot in the books. They were always together, but really in the movies, you didn't not so much. I mean, you only really yeah. see the Patil sisters like in passing and at the Yule Ball when yes. Harry and Ron took them. That's it. Mm-hmm. And then you really, and I pointed this out to Sam earlier, but like up until I think it's like the fourth movie, because like they didn't really describe Lavender in the books that well until she started dating Ron. Um, but she was a completely different actress for the yeah. first three movies. And it was like, no one even knew because she was never mentioned. But mm-hmm. she was mentioned from, like, the, their first year in the books. So, Yeah. And then another set of girls that I feel like we don't hear enough about are the three chasers on the Gryffindor mm-hmm. Quidditch team. Yeah. Which is Angelina Johnson, Alicia Spinnett, and Katie Bell. Yeah, you really don't hear about them at all. 
they were they were also I don't think they were the same actresses either in the first couple of movies because I just remember like seeing mm, not. the Gryffindor Quidditch team when they like saw the Slytherins in the courtyard and they're like where are you going we've got the quid the pitch yeah. booked you know those like Katie Bell the actress who played Katie Bell was not in that group yeah I don't know I mean I feel like in the movies Katie Bell is really not shown at all or mentioned by name until she's cursed by that necklace i think she's mentioned just like she's got the quaffle or like something like that yeah but like like, just from lee jordan commentating oh also another underrated character lee jordan Jordan. yes oh i love Uh, in the books he is so funny and then in the movies like he's good but he was best friends with the twins like um Fred and George. And I feel like no one, unless you read the books, knows that. I mean, they were always together. Yeah. And he kind of disappears after, like, Quidditch isn't, like, super featured. Have you noticed? He just, like, kind of disappears from the movies. Yeah. And he also, like, disappears from the books. Like, after Fred and George make their exit in the fifth, in the fifth book. Yeah. um, I don't recall ever hearing or reading lee jordan's name every i have again. to go back i feel like he was at the battle of hogwarts um, okay but he was a huge part of the early books at least Mm-hmm. and he was just as funny as them always getting in trouble with mcgonagall because he would start to cuss <laughs> yeah <laughs> when he was commentating yeah yeah all right so anyway back to the female quidditch players sorry side note yeah i mean I think we get a, a little bit more of Angelina because yes. she goes on to be the Quidditch captain after Wood, who is also a character of note. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see a little bit more dialogue between her and Harry, obviously. Yeah. But we don't really get a lot of her with the other girls on the Quidditch mm-hmm. team. No, we don't. Or just like anything from katie or alicia like alicia hardly nothing katie a little bit more because she was cursed but that's it yeah Mm -hmm. and then you know we should get more angelina because she dated fred i mean we get Mm -hmm. the yule ball scene with her which i always find funny of how Mm -hmm. he asked her on the ball yeah that's Um, but then she goes on to marry george so you'd think we'd get a little bit more background with her right which I feel like it's kind of weird. It's like when kings die and then their wives just marry their brother. Yeah, especially you know? the twin. Like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. It's like, but. are you actually in love with George or are you in love with Fred? I don't know. Maybe she loved them both. I don't know. <laughs> but it's got to be weirder for George. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But. I don't know either. I but, mean, it's kind of yeah. like the another minor character. It doesn't. Neville goes on to marry Hannah Abbott, right? Mm, yeah, it's either that or Susan. I think it's Hannah. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's a super minor character who we really hear about in the su- sorting ceremony and maybe some classes. Mm-hmm. And she goes on to marry Neville. And, like, yeah. you never hear about her. I, I don't know. This is why we need more books. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just have a ton of spin-offs for every single one of these minor characters? <laughs> like, let's just go to the original 40 list of people in Harry's year and just get a book on all of them. I would read it. <laughs> I would, too. I don't care. <laughs> um, but let's move on and talk about a couple of professors that we both agree that we would want 
yes. to know more about. So we would want to know more about pers- Professor Flitwick and Professor Sprout, who are also the headmasters of our respective houses. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like Flitwick, we get a little bit more background on a well not background but a little bit more time with we really only see professor sprout in the second book um mm-hmm. with the mandrakes mm-hmm. um because they you know they had charms every single year and it doesn't seem like they had herbology every single year i could be wrong um but we really don't know as much about them as like clearly you know snape or mcgonagall again those yeah. two houses that are clearly overpowering the others um it seems like once the subjects were established like in the first and second books and movies (laughs) like we don't ever see them in those classes again like they go they go back to defense against the dark arts every Mm -hmm. year and we see them in those and potions professor's different they go back to potions every year because snape is such a huge character but we don't like i don't remember seeing them go back to herbology class or back to charms class because they just like yeah those classes are already been established it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. about the professor in them well and then again in i think it was the third movie flitwick is they changed his appearance yeah, they changed the actor no it was the same <laughs> actor he just wasn't in uh, like as much makeup so like oh really yeah so like in the first well you went from having like a gray beard and hair to just being like this little brunette guy yeah like they made him look super We'll have to post a picture, but they made him look kind of ridiculous in the first... Like, when I go back and watch the first two movies, I'm like, why? Like, he almost looks like a goblin. He, well, yeah, I mean, it's the same actor that plays Griphook, actually, but it's just so... It's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't know, I feel like in the first movie, Chris Columbus, who is the director... He just kind of wanted to make it like an over-the-top magical thing where all the wizards were like super old and everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I just feel like it was until Alfonso directed that it, <laughs> the third one that he was like, no, they can be cool. Yeah. Well, I feel like a lot of stuff changed. In a the lot third of one, stuff did change. In the third movie, which is probably why it's my favorite. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so him, I think he was a he, like a, a major badass. Yeah, like we see some of it in the Battle of Hogwarts. He's a badass. He's I think him and McGonagall and somebody else are taking yeah. on respective Death Eaters. Slughorn, Slughorn, yeah. And um, I, I don't know. I just think that he has to be pretty legit. And I wish that I knew yeah. more about him. Like, where'd you come from? Where'd you grow up? What's your family like? Do you have a family? Are you married? Like, I mean, we I don't, don't even know. know how old he is. Like, I know. I want to know his personality more. Like, I just think of him this little cute teacher. Like, we just know he loved Hermione, <laughs> <laughs> and that he always gave her extra credit. So, and he obviously had to be super smart. Yeah, he was head of Ravenclaw House. He was head of my house. I want to know more about him. So. Which is why I want to know more about Professor Sprout. I feel like yeah. she just has really warm hugs and i just wanna... <laughs> she totally does she gives the best <laughs> hugs let's be real and she could probably make some really mean pumpkin cheesecake muffins <laughs> just like me um yes yeah and professor sprout i want to learn more because i didn't know this but when jk rowling you can watch this interview we should link it on our facebook actually i'll do that this week um okay when she created the character of professor sprout it was the night that her mom died respectively she didn't know until the next morning she didn't know it yeah yeah so that character has always had 
like a super special place in her heart. Maybe it was too hard for her to write about. I don't know. But I just feel like because it's so special and that character clearly reminded her of her mother and in a way that she didn't Mm -hmm. even comprehend at the time, um, Mm -hmm. that I would definitely want to know more about this character. I mean, her sketch of her is so cute, you know, and... yeah. I well, I think that she just, like, embodies, like, the maternal figure. Yes. Like, McGonagall isn't really maternal. She's like, not. she's mentorish, but she's not. She's she's too, like, cold to be She's maternal. more of like, a hard still, ass than anything. Yeah. She just is very stern and, I guess, more of an authoritarian than being super maternal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she definitely has a soft spot for her students, mm-hmm. and she wants to protect the hell out of them. Yeah. But I feel like Sprout is just more of, like, a comforting presence, you know? Like, you can go cry on her shoulder and she'll just, like... She's like the Molly Weasley of Hogwarts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I definitely would want to know more about her. I feel like she really cares a lot. Yeah, for for sure. the students. And, I mean, she takes care of a ton of plants all the time. So you know that she (laughs) has to be a very doting Yeah, I mean, I couldn't do that. I have four plants that I... Well, now my mom helps me, but <laughs> I kept alive. I don't know. but I'm all about succulents because you don't have to water them. So true. Them. <laughs> yeah. And I, I have a bamboo plant. <laughs> that's like, that's me. Yeah. But um, so I really, I really liked her. And, you know, now that I know um, I would be a Hufflepuff, yeah. I just want to know more about her. Because I think she seems like a really nice lady. Yeah. I want to know if she has kids. I mean, I feel like none of the professors really... I mean, unless they're grown. Because, like, you're not home. So how would that work? I guess Hogwarts is their home. But, yeah, that's a question. Do professors go home? Yeah. Do they have a home? Do they just stay at the castle? Uh, They do. They do. Because we see Snape in his house. Oh, true. Whenever Bellatrix and Narcissa come With the unbreakable vow. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So why do they have houses, though? They're not there, like, 90% of the time. <laughs> because maybe they have a spouse and kids. Maybe they Airbnb their house <laughs> the rest of the year. <laughs> um, I guess more characters I would want to know about would be, like, some of the Death Eaters, actually. Death Eaters slash Slytherins, maybe? Yeah, like, I want to know more about Bellatrix's husband. Like, Wait, Lestrange. she had a husband? yeah. She had a husband. She was married. And she was, like, obsessed with Voldemort. Oh, she was married. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah, since yeah. on Fantastic Beasts, they talk about Lestrange. But, like, I guess technically that wouldn't even mean Bella, like she's related to Bellatrix. She's related to Bellatrix's husband. Yeah. Which, you yeah. know, I, I'm i just obsessed with that movie at this point. But I just really, <laughs> <laughs> I just really want more background on that. And then, um, I don't know, I guess just more of, the Death Eaters in general, like if she put out a whole kind of like sub series of like Death Eaters when they were young and why they decided to join Voldemort, I would read that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like um, I know them by name, but I don't know them like well as like characters. Yeah. Like we know so much of the Order of the Phoenix, which I guess is, you know, to get us more like on their side, but I would mm-hmm. want to know. I mean, the only Death Eaters we really know about are Snape and Lucius. And, um, Bellatrix, but even not her backstory. Right. Let's be real. Well, I think that it would be super interesting for fans um, because not to jump franchises here, but like 
you know, Star Wars has a ton of like yeah. books that mm-hmm. come out that surround it. So like they have a ton of books that are for like the rebels, you yeah. know, and gives a backstory of like different characters. Like there's a book about Jyn Erso and there's a book about like different stuff, but there's also books that deal with like the side of the empire, which gives like the char- the characters like story there. And it shows like why they are in the empire and wh- why they believe that the empire is doing the right thing. So I feel like we could have that same sort of thing for people who are death eaters. And like, they really believe that they're doing the right yeah. thing and that the other side is, bad. I really want to know. Like, I feel like that would be so interesting it would just add a lot of depth yeah, to the story. Definitely. So JK Rowling, that's what we want. We don't want another casual vacancy. We want Let's just tag her. <laughs> just be <laughs> like, look, girl. Some more. I know that you just lost your billionaire status, which props to you because you're just yeah. so generous and she's giving all of her money away to charities. But even if you don't want to make any more money, just give me some more depth, please. Like I know you give a lot, but I mean <laughs> I more. mean she gives us some <laughs> on um Pottermore she does release some stuff but definitely if she did that more I feel like that would be really nice but I guess a Slytherin I would want to know about and I feel like you're gonna be like what is Pansy Parkinson (laughs) is that her name Parkinson yeah yeah no I'm not like what I I get it I think she's annoying oh yeah and she's the bad girl of Hogwarts so yeah I want to know more about her and I feel like again they switched her character her actress like four times but yeah. Like, well, I think she just comes off as like a huge snob. Well, and she's like, she dates Draco from like the first book until they graduate. And I think she got, unless she died, which we don't know, but unless she died in the Bagel of Har- Hogwarts, they were meant to be together. <laughs> well, I feel like it's just like hinted at that they're dating, right? Like, that's never confirmed. She's just always doting over him. Yeah, I mean, they just like seem like they, they went to the Yule Ball together and. I feel like they're just, like, the two most popular Slytherins, so they just... It just would make sense yeah. for them to date. Yeah. Um, but, she, he, yeah, he doesn't marry her. No, he marries some random person who then, I guess, passes away, according to the cursed child. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I want to know more about her, and I guess just Slytherins mm-hmm. in general. Like, if you think about it, we really only know of, like, five or six other than Quidditch players that are Slytherins. And we know even yeah. less that are Hufflepuffs. So I would want to mm-hmm. know more about each person. and Like, well, not each person, but, like, more about general groups in each house, you know? Yeah, like Ernie McMillan and Justin Finch Fletchy. Yeah. Those Hufflepuffs that, like, we know exist and we hear little bits from, but not well, enough. Well, even I would want to know more but, about Cedric. Yeah. Because he was, like, Cedric, super yeah. popular. But, like, we had never heard of him <laughs> until the Triwizard Tournament. I don't know. And then also, like, Ravenclaw, I just, you know, you don't really know anything about it until you meet Luna. Mm-hmm. So, definitely that. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And then a couple that um, maybe we know a little bit about, but I feel like there could be more is... Uh, Crab and Goyle, like, yeah, they're obviously best friends who follow Draco around like little puppy dogs. Mm-hmm. And everybody thinks that they're super stupid. But part of me is like, are they stupid? I don't think they are. I think they're just they're brutes, minions. You know? They're definitely yeah, like they're brutes, but they're his little minions. And I feel like we really only hear they're stupid from him. Well, and Harry and Ron, but like Harry and Ron think Draco's stupid. Right. So of course they're going to think that 
they're stupid. But I don't really think that they... They can't be that dumb because they, like, by the end of the seventh book, like, they are involved in the battle and they clearly are, like, have toned their their skills as wizards well, and, their, and parents their parents were, were, also were death, death eaters. eaters. Oh, gosh, yeah. we did it again. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> but, like, yeah, they can't just be total just, like, bubble heads, whatever you want to call them. Like, bubble heads? I don't know. What would you... <laughs> Dimwits, there's got to be something Bubble there. Heads. <laughs> I, just, I just made that up. <laughs> That's my new favorite thing. You're such a bubblehead. <laughs> How strong is that coffee, Samantha? <laughs> I'm jittery. <laughs> oh, anyways, yeah, I want to know more about them. But um, you said earlier before we started recording that you had a theory that you found about Seamus and Dean, and I feel like it's time for you to share it. Okay. So, there are so many, and this is a future podcast topic for sure, there are so many (laughs) ships, like, relationships that people, like, like, for example, one that I did find... You, did you just say ships? That's what did they you call just them. Refer to like, I ship, as ships? like, I ship this person. Like, that's what they are called, I think. Um, Where? Online. It's like, I ship Draco and Harry. That's, like, a huge one, which I don't understand that one at all. But that's, like, a, they have a huge following. Okay. Yeah. All right. So... Anyways. Anyways. One, I was doing research for this episode um just to find oh my god just to find some like fan theories that could relate and first of all one i came up on was called iris chocolate Um, which makes me very uncomfortable um um, (laughs) i know um so anyway the the fan theory is that dean and seamus are actually in love with each other and um we're a couple irish chocolate oh irish my chocolate. god that was the- dying <laughs> that was on the- <laughs> I know. Um, that's wrong i know it's so weird so anyway apparently J.K. It is said that J.K. Rowling was planning on making Dean Thomas and Seamus Finnegan a couple, but she ended up not doing it because she didn't want to take too much attention away from the trio. Therefore, technically, yes, Demas could be considered canon. <laughs> I don't know. I wow. feel like... I, I really feel like if that was a thing, she would have just made it a thing. Like... Yeah... In my opinion. Because she made the Dumbledore thing a thing. And that's like one of the major characters. So, and nothing's going to take away from the trio. Are you kidding me? They're defeating Voldemort. So, but I just found that funny. Irish chocolate. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I'm not behind it. Also, I think that Dean was a huge ladies man. So, Yeah, for sure. He dated Jenny, so come on. Yeah, so that was just one of them. That's interesting. Um, hmm. Okay. How did we? Uh, how did we do in our poll last week? By the way, about how. Oh my gosh! I feel okay. Like not well. Let's check that because I have some qualms. <laughs> so, on we gave a pretty good, I feel like, backing to why that could be possible. 
And we got some support. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Instagram one was 30 to 70%. Um, okay. And then let's go to the Facebook. And also, while I'm going to the Facebook one, I completely failed this week and didn't post a quiz. But we'll have one for next week. Ugh. I apologize. <laughs> I took a quiz on my own on BuzzFeed. It was bad, though. It was like, what Disney princess and Harry Potter character are you? And I got Mulan and Harry Potter. And I was like, no. <laughs> Mulan, maybe. Harry, no. <laughs> I found one that was like, what com- What Harry Potter combo are you and your BFF? And Oh, I want to do that. Well, I'll post it. It'd be awkward if we don't get the, the same I know, that's one, what though. I was thinking. Okay, and so then on <laughs> Facebook, um, it was 22% to 78%. So, unanimously, yeah. well, not unanimously, but the majority think that Hagrid was in Gryffindor, which... Which, I mean, looking back, okay, that's fine. I can see it. It's um, because, you know what I was thinking? Most Slytherins, if not all, are purebloods. And Hagrid definitely isn't. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It just... I feel like Tom Riddle wouldn't have cared if a little Gryffindor was running around with magical creatures, but maybe I'm wrong. He probably just wanted to find the easiest person to place the blame on, and Hagrid probably was already an outcast. So he's like, yeah, people will believe it. That's true. But anyways, well, speaking of Tom Riddle, I believe next week we are going to be... yes. Discussing Next week, we will have more detail. an expert opinion on just analyzing Voldemort <laughs> slash Tom Riddle <laughs> and my mother. Um, and, yeah, we're going to talk about Voldemort. Was he inherently evil or was it a result of a broken childhood? Could he have turned out differently? Could he? Who knows? So... That'll be an interesting episode. Stay tuned for that. Maybe we'll make that our poll question for the week. Inherently evil? Result of a broken childhood. Oh, you mean make that our poll question for this week and yeah. then discuss it on the... Yeah, so we can okay. see what people think before we record the episode. Because, I don't know. I feel like you could yeah. go really for both, but... I'm just going to go ahead and make my mind up, though, so that I'm not influenced by what other people think before we talk yeah, about definitely. it. Yeah, definitely. I think we should also have a poll question. Do you think the first Flitwick was better or the second Flitwick? I feel like we all can just agree now that the second one was better. I'm not making that a poll question. That's not a question. I want to know. Oh my gosh. He just looks like a little, I don't even know. It's so bad. He looks like a sheep. That's what he looks like. Like, It's so bad. I don't know what they were thinking in the costume department. I guess it was late 90s, early 2000s, and that was just a different time. But (laughs) Yeah. It's so entertaining. And then also, (laughs) I started rereading The Cursed Child, have you? Oh, no, I need to before we talk about it. (laughs) That will be coming up soon. I just am putting it off. (laughs) It's not that bad. I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll save that discussion for a future podcast. So thank you all so much for yes, joining thank again. You. We hope. And um, thanks for subscribing, guys. I just yeah. looked at some of our analytics, and I'm honestly shocked. So thank you all so Keep much. Keep it up, and maybe um, we'll have a surprise for you guys coming soon. <laughs> subscribe to us on 
iTunes and the pop podcast app for yes. sure. Like, give us ratings, give us give reviews, give us feedback. We really want to know what you guys think and what you want to hear. And yeah, and then like us on Facebook um, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HP Half Drunk and interact with us on there. Let us know what you think. And we'll have more content coming soon. Thank you. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Mischief Managed.